I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today's guest recently got second place on Big Brother 23. He was a part of the legendary cookout alliance. It is Derek Frazier, a.k.a. Big D. I hope you guys all enjoy. The next guest on the Chilling with Dylan podcast was on Big Brother 23. He was a part of the legendary cookout alliance where he got all the way to second place. It is Derek Frazier, a.k.a. Big D. Derek, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, doing, doing great. Just, you know, still adjusting, uh, you know, being back home, but doing great. Woke up, got some things done today, ran some errands. So I'm feeling good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, getting, getting through the days post-COVID, post-COVID. Um, I do, I always start talking about COVID. 2020 was rough. Yes. 2020 has gotten a little better. I mean, you spend most of the time in a house locked away. Yes. But just how are you doing? How's 2020 going for you? How's coming out of the Big Brother house going for you? How's everything going? Um, going from COVID and then going into, um, you know, 2020 being COVID, this year being 2021 and then doing Big Brother. Um, I'm adjusting, you know. Um, it wasn't too difficult to be in the house for a long time. I would say the first two months was um, easy. The last month is where it got yeah. All right, we're ready to go home now at this point. Um, but it was absolutely great, fantastic, um, so much fun. Um, but it's definitely stressful. So yeah. just know it might look easy on TV. It's not. At all. Um, I want to go back to the very beginning and kind yes. of work our way through. Um, so if you could just talk about like your casting story, if you were like, did you know you wanted to apply? Like how mm. that whole situation went about because. From what I've heard, it's very different this year because it was all over Zoom. Uh, yes, that is true. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, um, the process for me, the reason, the, how I got into it was, you know, I lost my job last year and I was kind of in a, you know, a funk of, I, you know, I build a, I build a, I build a, a platform with my best friend, uh, which we have the regular Degler show we do together. Uh, we're working on our podcast too, and our Instagram, uh, you know, videos and TikToks and stuff like that. And for me, I've always wanted to be on TV. Um, and I also watched Big Brother. You know, I was a little bit of a, a late fan, <laughs> um, but I started it maybe about five years ago. Um, and then I was hooked. Um, and I remember, you know, I was just like, I'm always trying to get on Amazing Race or Big Brother. So I did my Amazing Race tape uh, with my best friend, Adam. I did that. And then when I lost my job around November, I was kind of like, I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to like wing it and put in this audition tape and see what happens. Um, and lo and behold, next thing you notice, I got the call and I was picked and you know, the rest was history. Um, yeah. But I just was myself the whole entire time. And I needed, I needed a, something new. I needed kind of like a reset um, on life or, you know, as I will call it, um, a wake up call. And I think that Big Brother definitely gave me that by giving me this opportunity to be a part of this fabulous, wonderful cast that I was allowed to be a part of. Mm -hmm. um, so talking about your friends, Adam and Lauren, they ran your Twitter account, which I think yes. was one of the best decisions by any cast member because they were hilarious yes. um, and even did their own podcast. Um, so if you could just talk about, I want to just throw out the regular regular show and you could just talk about more about yes. like, you and outside of Big Brother a little bit before we get into the gameplay. And yes, yes. 
So Adam and Lauren are my, my bestest friends. I live with them. So I knew if I'm going to leave my social media account with anyone who's going to be able to be funny, who knows me, it's going to be those two. Um, because, you know, we don't take life serious. You know, it's very, we like to joke and, you yeah. know, have fun. And that is the purpose of the regular Degula show. Um, because we do gimmicks and we laugh and we do things and we make fun of things. We do impressions of people. We're very in your face. You don't expect it. We're very comedy might be a little dark and you're like, Oh, I can't believe they said that. That's us. You know, we don't take life serious. Mm -hmm. um, so I knew leaving, I'm like, okay, Lauren's good with keeping up with the trends, what's going on. She's very high tech savvy with that. And Adam's good with jokes and coming up with gimmicks and he does animation and stuff like that so I'm like if I leave it in both of their hands I know I'll be okay I knew going into it that I was going to get hate or whatever or whatever was going to happen I knew it because I knew how my, I don't have a a muzzle on my mouth I say what I say yeah um and I'm very thankful and, and when I went back uh, once I got my phone back I remember just looking at all the stuff they did and I was cracking up the whole yeah. time I was like, they hit the mark on everything and I'm very thankful for it. Mm -hmm. I think they even did some podcasts that I, I listened to. Like they were on reality recaps, I think. Yes. I, I'm trying my best. I'm still having Lauren help me with Twitter here and there. I still have them help me every once in a while. But now I'm just like, hey, I got it. I'm yeah, I, know. I, I was watching your, uh, your live feed last night with, uh, I mean, there was a bunch of people involved, but yeah, the, <laughs> it was a whole, it was a whole thing, but I watched the whole thing, to be honest with you, instead of the challenge, because the challenge is getting a little, getting a little boring lately. Yeah. Um, now that we're getting down to the wire and the challenge is getting a little slow now. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that's why I think that um, for me, when they took over my social media account, they were able to portray how I am. And I think people are seeing that. Big D really don't give a fuck. Big D is very like, who likes to have a good time. Let's have fun. And um, I think, I think people have to also understand it's a TV show yeah. and I was there to entertain. I was there to have fun, but I'm also there to be myself. And um, I think that's why this cast is different than other casts because I had to build, you know, I had to, I, I was able to say, Hey, I, I'm talking shit about you. I want you to know that. Like, and I said that. So when yeah. people left, it wasn't like a shock or whatever, you know, um, because we said things that we would say about each other to each other's faces. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why this cast gets along so much because we understand the show is nothing personal. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I told everyone throughout the house the whole entire time. Don't take it personal. It's just a game. Don't take it personal. It's just a game. Whatever people say, don't take it personal. It's just a game. And I think that helped. I think that's why we're able to talk and hang out and crack jokes on each other and stuff like that, because this season had a lot of flavor. Let's put it like that. So at the end of the day, this is, this is, this season's not like other seasons. So yeah. I think that's what makes it different. Um, I do want to talk about your cast. So I've done this with every <laughs> guest I've had. Um, I did it with Hannah last week, just mm -hmm. first impressions. Like when you first met this person, I want to give you a name. And can you tell me what the first thought was of this person? Okay. Yeah. Let's try it out. Um, so the first one I have Tiffany. First impression. I, first impression of me and Tiffany, I thought, oh, me and her are going to get along. Okay. Because Tiffany's from Detroit. I'm from Philly. I was like, baby, we see each other. We can see through BS. Like we, we are the realest bitches in this house. So I'm like, me and Tiffany are going to get along. So that was my first impression. That was my first impression. 
Um, the next one I have is the other Derek, Derek X. Messy. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Messy he, was the first thing? No, my, yes, because he had a lot of, he had some smart remarks when he first met me as uh-huh. soon as he walked in the door. Like he was cracking jokes on me because first of all, it's hot. Yeah. You know, I'm from Philly. I'm from the East Coast. LA weather is different. Yeah. It's hot. So, and also when you're, when you're hot, you're meeting people for the first time. I mean, baby, I got on layers of clothes. We, yeah. you know, we've been rushing to get into the house. I got to wait for everyone to play their damn round out here. I'm the first in the door. <laughs> I'm like sweating. So Derek X is like, what are you still sweating from the first comp? And I was like, <laughs> did he just come at me? I just, I haven't been here for 10 minutes. Is this, is this what this is going to yeah. be like? Um, but yes. And then the whole, you know, as the week went and all the messy with Frenchie and him and Travis and all that yeah. stuff, I was like messy. Yeah. But then once I got to know him, I was like, all right, Derek X is cool. He's cool. Uh-huh. You know, he's cool. Um, the next one is Brittany. Energized Bunny, uh, Red Bull, uh, Firecrackers, um, anything that is an explosion, lots of energy, uh, 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 um, anything. She has so much energy and she's so lovable. Um, you, there's no, there's no way you can ever say anything bad about Brittany. She is amazing. And when I met her, I remember being like, this girl got energy. And I'm like this, I'm already worn out and we only talked for five minutes. <laughs> um, the next one is Kyland. This is first impression. Yeah, first impression of Kyland. I was, he wasn't memorable to me the first oh, time. Oh, really? Okay. No, I didn't notice Kyland until he started working on his hair and his beard. And then I noticed him probably by, um, not even even second week when he was HO when he was HOH, I still wasn't noticing Kyle. I think it took until the third or fourth week for me to be like, oh, Kyle looked really good. You know, and I don't know if it's because we're stuck in the house, emotions are high, you yeah. know, these are only these are only people you can look at every day. But yeah, that's when I started noticing yeah. him by third, uh, third, fourth week. Um, probably so third the- week, probably third week, third week for yeah. sure. Um, the next one was the first HOH Frenchie. Yes. First impression um, of Frenchie. First impression. Oh, oh, first impression of Frenchie. I was like, okay, he's going to be, he's definitely country. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit worried because, you know, you're from the South, from the East Coast. I'm gay. You know, I'm thinking, you know. Um, but once Frenchie opened his mouth and we talked, amazing. He is like, he really captured my heart. I was like, I'm obsessed with him, obsessed. And I know some people don't, I know a lot of people didn't see why people would like Frenchie, but when you like talk to him and like get to know him, he's really cool. He really is cool. You just have to get past, sometimes he just talks out his ass sometimes, but you just got to get past that and get to know him and keep him on track of what we're talking about. But he was he was definitely a lot of fun and he was able to relate to me and understand me better than anyone else in the house, you know, when he was there. So it was very nice. Yes. I wanted to talk more about Frenchie and the week one HOH and how chaotic that, that week one was. And I know some players have done interviews saying that we missed a lot on this, on the show that they didn't. Um, So you could just, go back to that mess of a week of Frenchie's week. And you were kind of like the only one that really stood by him 
as people were with him and then against him and just to, yeah. I don't I don't even know if analyze is the best word but just talk about that that first week of a mess that it was yeah that first week was so messy and I loved it <laughs> I was like let me let me see how I can answer this this <laughs> thing the season is gonna be completely different um but the problem was Frenchie just got way too messy. Like he was all over the place trying to make deals, trying to do all this. But I made it clear to Frenchie, I was like, whatever I do with you, you better not open your mouth at all. And he didn't, you know, he didn't. Um, when it came to me and X, he didn't. Um, but that week was just chaotic because there was a lot of he say, she say stuff, which is how Big Brother is. A lot of people making moves. You know, for example, you take Derek X, you know, he wasn't, he didn't know the game of Big Brother as he said. Uh, Travis said the same thing, um, you know, the whole fiasco with, you know, at first Christian was Frenchie's target and then Brent was Frenchie's target. And then after that, it went to Derek X and Travis being uh, Frenchie's target. And then Travis trying to throw Derek X underneath the bus. And then, you know, the rumors of Alyssa and Christian being in like this whole thing, it was like a whole mess. And I remember just being like, this is going to be a good season. <laughs> this is going to be so good. But it was very chaotic because me and Xavier, we had, you know, our final two. We made that right away in the beginning, uh, day one. And I remember us sitting there saying, um, we had to do, we called it like babysitting. So it's like, one night I would stay up with Frenchie and make sure he's doing everything we need to be done, making sure he's not crossing nothing. Also keep in mind, We've, you know, I went to each individual, you know, Kylan, Tiffany, Aza, Xavier, and Hannah came to me because she went, you know, we were just having conversation and we talked about, you know, us working together as like an agreement slash alliance and then we'll build from there. Mm -hmm. um, so that I was making sure Frenchie wasn't doing nothing that was going to hit any of them. And then like, I would stay up all night till like six o'clock in the morning. And then the next day I'd be like, Xavier, your turn. You need to babysit Frenchie. So we were like tag teaming yeah. Frenchie duty, making sure he's need to do everything he's doing. And also Tiffany did too, um, you know, cause Frenchie was close with Tiffany also. Um, so it was just like a, a work of emotion throughout the time, but it was very chaotic. A lot of long nights, a lot of tough conversations and, I we gave so much content that first week it was impossible to keep up with what is real what is fake because I did a lot of manipulating by dropping a lot of fake information in uh -huh. order to keep things going in the house uh, which would allow me to continue in the game and I think that's what made it hard to put it in the show because there was so much that I was getting questioned like well what's real Derek what's real and I'm like oh, uh, this is real, but that's not. And this is not, like, I was being very messy to make sure things continue throughout the time. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask a hypothetical situation. Frenchie yes. had the option to win safety for two weeks and he chose not to. Uh -huh. Had he done that, he wouldn't have obviously went home the second week. How do you think the whole dynamic of the game changes? Do you think Frenchie just goes home week three? Who do you think goes home week two? How do you think that would have changed because the whole game would have changed then if Frenchie didn't go home week two, because there would have been more of a mess, um, right. to put in a better word. Okay. So I would say this. Number one, Frenchie knew not to go for that uh, <laughs> two-week safety, because my ass was on the line. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, 
But if Frenchie did go for that two weeks safety, um, he would have been safe the second week, but I think it still did not matter. You know, Kylan um, definitely would have took out Frenchie or Christian or Derek Axe, you know, things like that. You know, no matter what, they were going to try to still take out Frenchie because of the hell we went through the first week. And we're like, no one was going to deal with it. I still would try to fall and protect him because if you look at the master plan um, that Tiffany came up with, um, I didn't have, me and Aza had to share Brittany, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, where if Frenchie would have stayed longer, I would have had Frenchie and Jury at least. And then I would have somebody there to really back me up when it came time to having conversations. The rest of the cookout all had people in Jury that they were able to, you know, fight for them and, you know, um, make an argument where I really didn't, you can go ahead, yeah, where I really didn't have that. So um, things definitely would have been different. We probably would have went through another week of chaos um, because even when Frenchie was on the block, it was still a chaos week. Yeah. Um, and I was the only one who was dealing with Frenchie, but that was also my job as of um, when it came time to, you know, our, our people, our, our, our partner, you know, Frenchie's my person. So I have to deal with Frenchie. Aza is, Brittany is Aza's person, you know, Claire is Tiffany's person, Derek X is Hannah's person, Sarah Beth is Kylan, and then Alyssa is Xavier's person, you know, so it was like, I had to, mm-hmm. you know, deal with um, Frenchie, but that was also because I cared about him as a friend and I wanted what's best for him. Yeah, um, so talking about the other part of this, these weeks was when the cookout first started, um, and yes. the cookout might go down as the best alliance of all time. But what I think is really interesting was that you guys didn't even really have a meeting until weeks later. Um, yes. Talk about like what we missed out on, on the cookout starting. Um, we yes. saw like, a clip of you guys in the kitchen. I think it was like you, Xavier, Tiffany, and maybe Ozzy was in the kitchen. But if mm-hmm. you can talk about the whole introduction of one of the best alliances we've ever seen. Yes. So I, you know, when I went around you know, everyone had the mindset of there needs to be an African-American winner, a big brother. I, I mean, I think the whole entire world knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all came in with that mindset. I just made it known that we were all, hey, we're going to work together. Hey, you, we, we're going to work together. You know, we're going to work together. It's going to be an agreement. And, you know, later on, if it turns to alliance, we'll turn it into alliance. And then um, we knew... I think people have to, it's going to be hard for people to understand, but I think some people understand. Um, being Black, we don't have to talk to each other. We can talk through our eyes. We don't even need to even say anything. So we didn't need to have meetings on all of us get together and let's all talk about who's going to do what, who's going to do who. We, we don't need to do that. We can work in twos and threes because we know that we're here for ourselves, but also here for the bigger cause, if that makes sense. So it's like, we trusted that everyone was gonna make the right decision, even if I'm not there. Even if, you, if I make a decision, I gotta tell everybody else later, that's fine. But you do have to at least tell one other person or two other people in your alliance. You ain't gotta tell all of us, but we were able to just, really work well 
Oh, I would say this. We had a lot of hiccups, but we were we knew what the goal was, which motivated us even more to make sure that we all protected each other. And I think that is the mistake that alliances make in the past is that they don't trust each other enough to know you're not gonna cross me, you're not gonna cross me. They know, hey, if we're an alliance and we're saying we're gonna do this and we have this bond, we have to trust that this alliance worked. And we all trusted that this alliance was gonna work. It was a big risk, but it worked out because we all got rewarded being the you know final six which is nice mm-hmm. and when did you realize that you guys were going to do it like did you have a confidence level around a certain eviction like Brittany or a uh, christian that you guys realized you had this in the bag or was it not until you guys were actually the final six we that? knew we knew we we knew we were going to have this in the bag once we realized there was no battle back okay yeah because we kept thinking there's going to be a battle back. If there's a battle back, we in trouble. Because if Derek X come through that door, it's going to be hard to get him out. Yeah. So we knew that. Um, but after we realized, you know, there was no battle back and, you know, knowing that you have to understand, we had a lot thrown at us. We had the wild card, you know, the, the high roller room. We had the wild card um, competition. We had the teams. Um, you know, there was a lot mixed into it. Um, that was trying to break our alliance, but we were able to manipulate everyone else in order to do what would need to be done. And we looked at things ahead of time. So it would be like, I would, we kind of all shared the same mindset, if that makes sense, without talking to each other. It's like, mm, okay, someone needs to play the coin of destiny to make sure things stay the same. I can do it, but that means I won't be able to play in HOH next week. Things like that. And we're just like, okay, so we got to get somebody outside to cook out to play it. So then we know we could put that person up on the boat. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we were able to, like, not even discuss with everyone and knew what the next move was. But I would say once Julie said, you know, there's no battle back or they're all still in jury, we knew, all right, we just got to get two more and then we're done. Like, we're done. And then we could all play Big Brother amongst each other. Uh huh. Um, so I asked Hannah this last week and I wanted to ask you, um, there was a part where Christian almost took out Derek. Um, and then Derek ended up taking out Christian. Was there any moment like that or were another moment in the game where you guys thought something could have spiraled and went another way for you guys? Or was it pretty much like anybody that's not in the cookout leaving, we'll just deal with it next week. That's how it was. I mean, if anyone is not in the cookout, if they didn't leave that week, like Sarah Beth was supposed to be gone a long time ago. Yeah. But I think people forget that Kylan kept winning, wasn't supposed yeah. to win, um, name that croon, you know, competition and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, uh, which I think was week six. Uh-huh. six. So that was the week that Sarah Beth was supposed to go home. So everything never, like the, the two times things didn't go according. No, because Claire still went home that week. So really is that week is the only time that things didn't go according to plan. Yeah. Um, but if we knew we couldn't get somebody out that week, we knew next week, we're going to have to switch gears, make sure things go in place to make sure we get them out the next week and things like that. So um, once we got out the first... Like I said, I didn't want Frenchie to go. That wasn't a part of me. But once we got out, um, damn, I just let me change off. Frenchie, 
uh, Travis, you know, Whitney yes. and Brent, like once those four were gone, we knew we were going to, we were going to be able to run the yeah. house. Like we had a feeling that things will go our way because we all had people we were attached to, to get them to do what we need them to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to talk about the, right before it's the final six. And there's mm -hmm. like rumors that it's going to be the girls of the cookout versus the boys. That's at least yes. rumored on Twitter. And then we have a Tiffany HOH and a Hannah HOH. I believe it was the double. Um, yeah. Claire and Alyssa went. A lot yes. of people on Twitter wanted uh, Tiffany and Hannah to take their shot at Kyland or you or Xavier at that time. Um, they couldn't. Yeah. And I talked to Hannah about that last week. But how do you, I mean, obviously the game would have completely changed. But what do you think the, mind, the house would have been like if they did take the shot at Kyland or Xavier or you that time and did get one of you out? Would you have tried to work with Alyssa? Well, it definitely would have been me because there was no reason to get rid of Big D. That's the thing. Like, I had the best position because there was no reason to get rid of me because I had no friends in jury. Everyone yeah. I was sending home, I was like, I'm sending you home. You know, I'm like, I don't care. I give zero Fs um, because I was like, I'm playing this game by myself. Like, I really meant for myself, like, I will try to persuade you guys at the end, whoever I'm sitting next to, but I really don't care. Yeah. Um, so there was no reason to get rid of me, but if they would have took shots at Xavier and Kylan before Alyssa and, um, Claire, I don't think, I don't think it, 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 the, the moment and the impact would have been what it is. If that makes sense. Like yeah. we understand it's a game and I know fans are like, Oh, they should have took their shot. Look now they didn't make, make it past five, you know, six and five. But at the end of the day, we knew we all signed up for it. We all talked about it. We're like, um, excuse me. We're all like, hey, as long as we all get to the end, whoever wins, wins. Because guess what? If you won, that means I won. That means she won. We all won at the end of the day. We don't, we understand Xavier is the winner of BB23. But in reality, the whole entire cookout is the winner of BB23. And we all feel that. And I think that's why I make, I think that's why this alliance feels different because we were willing to put someone else in our alliance before ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think things would have, I think that there was no way with the conversations we had talking about, um, you know, the black community, talking about where we all come from, uh, our reasons of being here. I don't think this group, these six individuals were not people that would have crossed each other in order to get themselves further until we got down to the six. Mm -hmm. All right, so I want to get to the six. Um, yes. It kind of was boys versus girls, which was that everybody thought um, you, Kylan, and X versus Aza, Tiffany, and Hannah. Um, and obviously mm -hmm. we see um, Tiffany and Hannah go first. Was mm -hmm. that, and I've, I've seen some people say that a lot, Kylan and Xavier wanted Tiffany out first just because she like masterminded the plan and everything. Um, uh-uh. Yeah, that's not that's not the reason why Tiffany had to go out first. And me, you know, we've all discussed this. Um we we how can I say this? Tiffany was, you know, the girls were talking in the bathroom one time, and I heard how they were going to basically, you know, take out, make Xavier and Kylan go against each other. Uh-huh. Now, keep in mind, the girls were not winning a lot. So I, being who I am, the messy bitch I am, I go, oh no, mm -mm. 
because I need these boys to work for me and do what I need them to do. So I was like, look, you two need to work together. We need to all get together because they're going to make you guys pin. They're going to pin you guys against each other and further your game. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I mean, further their game, which would have caused me to be left with the girls and myself, which yeah. that means I'm going home and I'm not letting that happen <laughs> <laughs> because you got to think about it. this is the first you know, they all were friends with each other, but this is also the first big, big women jury, you know, in a, in, in a long time. So I'm thinking, if you know, hey, if I'm a woman, I'm voting for a woman. Girl power, women power, okay? So I'm thinking in my head like, oh man, if I, if, you know, if I, don't, if I don't sit next to a dude, I'm a little bit in trouble. I'm a little bit in trouble. That's just your mindset. It's nothing, you know, like trying to be, misogynist or sexist or anything it's just your mindset but I was kind of like I don't have a problem sitting next to Azza because I felt like me and Azza I could have gave Azza a run for her money I sit next to Tiffany I'm losing she got all the friends I sit next to Hannah I'm losing she got all the friends and jury I sit next to Kylan ah I might be able to give him a run for his money because it pissed people off I sit next to Xavier I'm losing everyone loves Xavier so um you know when I heard that conversation and we talked about this after the show. When we, when I had heard that conversation, they were like, damn, you heard that conversation? I said, yes. And that's what caused me to go make the Holy BB with the boys and whatnot. Um, and I knew right there and then. But the thing about it was that Tiffany and Hannah, because we were working, you have to think about like this. It wasn't the guys versus the girls. It was more of, <laughs> it was more of me and Xavier and Aza being on one side and then Tiffany, Hannah and Kylan being on another side. Then, you know, Hannah and Tiffany being a duo, me and Aza being a duo, X and me being a duo, Kylan and Tip being a duo. So that's what I'm saying. Because we were working in duos and trios and we weren't really communicating as much. We would communicate between the people we're comfortable with. When we got down to it, it was kind of like, you know, think about it. That week that Tiffany was supposed to throw that um, Flying Bambinos challenge and Tiff- and Claire went home, yeah. that really made a lot of us mad um, because this was another time that not just Kylan, now Tiffany has been selfish. So in order for Kylan to, you know, reinsure to make me, Aza, or X feel like we can, you know, like want to vote or keep him if, the, if it ever happens, we're gonna, the first person that needs to go is whoever was selfish. It was supposed to be Kylan, then Tiffany, uh-huh. because those were the two members of the cookout that we felt like were selfish when they took that HOH, when they weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Me, Hannah, Xavier, um, uh, and Aza uh, and were playing as a team where Tiffany and Kylan were making some selfish moves that made us feel like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, We're not even thinking yeah. about ourselves. What are you guys doing? And this is before we got down to the cookout. So, um, you know, for me, it was one of those things where, you know, me and Tiffany, we weren't getting along. Um, you know, we couldn't see eye to eye. Um, and when Tiffany sat down with us in the backyard with the boys, that's what really, the conversation we had with her in that backyard on the patio, that's what really caused us to be like, we got to get Tiffany out of here. And lo and behold, it worked out. And then, you know, it was already too late for Hannah. Um, You know, Hannah was already attached to Tiffany. So it was like, 
girl, you gotta go. And me and I, I was gonna give her to me and I was gonna give her to her. So it was like, I was just gonna pick me over the, over the girls if needed be, you know? So just what it was. Talking about that, um, a lot of people thought when Aza won her HOH that she should have tried to take Xavier or Kylan out. She obviously put up Hannah and Hannah goes home. Um, pretending you're Aza, do you think that was the right move knowing she got third place? Or do, if you were in her situation, would you try to take out Xavier or Kylan and just kept Hannah to the side? Because we know that Hannah and Aza weren't as close. I could not, I could not keep, Aza and Hannah weren't close. Yeah, Aza so, and Hannah weren't close. Right. But if you were in Aza's situation, do you think it would have been better for her because she could have beat Hannah in competitions maybe, knowing that Xavier no, and Kylan both- Hannah's really, Hannah's a, Hannah's a threat. She's yeah. very smart. And I knew the competition's moving forward and Aza knew. We, 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 we knew we couldn't be her. And we, Aza, I, you know, I told Aza to make the deal with Kylan. You know, you also have to keep in mind that because people don't respect my gameplay, I manipulated the hell out of a lot of people. So I think people miss that because I'm the, you know, I told Aza to go make the deal with Kylan. You know, I told the boys to work together when they could have went after each other. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that this was all to further myself. I made sure to set myself up when we got down to the six that I don't have a problem being a pawn and sit next to people, but I know I'm not going home. Yeah. And I would make sure people take out each other. And I and I help, you know, add that and did that and, and uh -huh. manipulated. And Oz is my friend at the end of the day, but she also knows in her right mind that. No, we couldn't be Hannah. You know, yeah. Hannah was going to, Hannah came out of nowhere trying to make deals with me and Aza being like, I'm a joker. And we were like, girl, you're not a joker. Don't be trying to skate with us. We've been skating for a while. Don't, don't come to our back room and try to skate with us. Um, and that's when we knew, you know, I was just kind of like, me and Aza were very close. We were going to look at each other. We were going to look out for each other as long as we can, but we both had made deals with people and the same deals that I had, Aza wasn't in line with, if that makes sense. So Aza had the same deal with us for me, her, Kyla, and Xavier working together. She had to deal with that. And these are deals I told her to go make. Yeah. She had to deal with the final three with me and Xavier. So it's like, she didn't have deals with Hannah. She didn't yeah. have deals with Tiff like that, you know? So it was just like, and we said we were honoring our deals and it was just the deals. But if Aza would have made that move and changed it the other way, that I think that means that me and Aza would have got out early and we would have never made it to the final two, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because just, Hannah was going to take Tiffany and Tiffany was going to take Hannah. Uh-huh. I think a lot of people thought at that point, if she would have taken out, uh, Xavier, would have been you, Kylan, Hannah, and Aza Final Four. I think it could go any way because you guys, I mean, the only ones that were close were you and Aza, right? Kylan would have lost X, uh, Hannah already lost Tiffany before, so it would have been just interesting to see how it would have played out at the Hannah. Oh, that means Hannah, I, I would say this that means Hannah, Hannah would have won because the competition that me, X, and Kylan did was like a memory type of one yeah. and Hannah would have won that. And then we would have just, I would have been sitting next to Kylan or something. Yeah. And then Kylan would have went home and then it would have been me and the three girls. And then it would have been yeah, me yeah. next. That's true. Um, I wasn't having that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so talking about one of the most talked about moments was when 
uh, Xavier took out Kylan, and then they yes. got into a little bit of a disagreement um, where Julie had to get on the microphone. You being there, just what was your thoughts and your take on that whole situation? Did you know it was going to escalate to that? Because you obviously knew Kylan was going home. Um, I knew Kylan was going home. I knew Kylan had a, a temper. I've told him about it before. Um, but I was pretty disappointed because I thought he was going to come for me and he didn't. And that made me really upset. But I think he knew he didn't want that smoke because a lot of people don't know that I literally cursed out Kylan in the back room. Um, it was not caught on the live feeds. It was not caught on um, the show because it was during a live episode. Um, and I let him have it. Like I, you would have saw the real philly hood boy i am come out like i was ready to like throw hands on kylan um because i was that angry this was after Alyssa's elimination okay um after we celebrated and then we went to the back room and stuff like that um but i think he knew let me not test big d so i'm gonna go test xavier because i've already test big d but, um, you know, he was also, like I said, he worked out a deal with Xavier that I was not a part of. And for me, me being the messy person I am, I'm like, hold on, uh-uh, y'all work for me. So if you don't, make, if you're not making sure that I'm good, then I don't need you here. Yeah. You know, that was my mindset because I'm like, you guys are going to do what I need you guys to do in order for me to go further in this game. I knew I'm not a comp person. I know that. But I, I damn sure know I'm social and I'm good at manipulating. So that's what I did. Um, but in that moment, I was really upset because um, I didn't feel like it should have went that far. You know, the whole ring gate that, you know, that wasn't cool to me either. Um, because, you know, like I said, the whole summer, Kyle has never wore my ring. And when he put on my ring, when he was about to go home, it felt more of like a, you know, ransom. Oh, you're going to send me home and take this ring type of thing. Um, but I think it was just like, no matter what, I, I couldn't get rid of Azza because she's been my friend the whole entire game. Um, what do I look like, you know, being in my feelings, worried about Kylan and, you know, somebody who's been there for me the whole time. I can't get rid of her. I can't promise to, you know, I can't promise to take her to final two, but I can at least take her to final three or, you know do that that I at least owe her that because she's been a good friend to me so I was like yeah I gotta get rid of Kylan and also I haven't got a chance to make a big move so I was like maybe Jerry will respect this because they think I won't get rid of Kylan mm. they think I'm really like you know so in love with him that I won't get rid of him but no nah, I'll get rid of him because uh there's money on the line <laughs> um can we can I ask what did you and Kylan have that disagreement about on the live episode that you went off on him for? Um, so Kylan was, when we were all trying to figure out how the votes were going to go, because remember, we talked about how we would vote three to one or four to one, who's going to yes. throw it, who's going to do this, in order to set people up in jury. The whole entire time when we were voting, notice Big D never got a chance to throw anybody a vote. Uh -huh. So I, it was just like, okay, well, I didn't get a chance to throw Brittany a vote because I was on a block with Brittany because I put myself up as a pawn to protect Aza and stuff. Um, I think it's time for me to throw a vote and I would like for me to throw it to Alyssa and then make it a tie and then make Hannah send Alyssa home. 
Yeah. Kylan went off. What do you mean? You got me? You got me? No, 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 no. Like when we're sitting down, he's like, yo, Big D, you got me? I don't want no, like he was talking to me out of his mouth sideways and I wasn't about it. It really set me up. I was like, who the fuck is he talking to? So we went, I, after we did the whole, yay, cookout, hug, da, da, da. I went to the back room and I said, Kylan, I got to talk to you. And then I let him have it. I was like, look, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. I am not that motherfucker. Do not talk. Like, I let him have it. I Like, because yeah. everyone thinks that Big D went off on the girls. No, I went the fuck off on Kylan badly. And I was just like, okay. So when everyone, when I, when I got out the house and everyone was like, Big D only kept smoke with the, you know, you know, yelling with Tiffany or, you know, stuff like that. He never talked sideways to the guys. I called the guys all bitches and I definitely let Kylan have it. And he knows it. And he, that's the one thing that no one got a chance to see. And then that's what made me kind of like, oh, I can see why people probably think that I just went off on the girls. Cause I went off on Tiffany, you know, me and Tiffany had our scruffle, but no one ever saw me and Kylan. Yeah, I really, hearing that, really wish they would have showed it. I wish they would have showed Yes, trust me. I wish they would have showed it. It was so good. Now, of course, like, you know, after we talked it out, we hugged it out, of course. But in the beginning, oh, it was all that fucking smoke. Yeah. They wanted to see why, why I'm smoking Joe Frazier's son. They were going to see it because I was going the Philly was out. I was ready to let him have it. I was like, yo, fuck this show. I am about to. I, I, I'm, I might fight. I might fight because I was so angry because I don't let anyone talk to me like that. And um, when you talk to me like that, it, you know, like I said, I don't even, I didn't even talk to Tiffany like that or anybody in the house like that. But when you're a grown ass man and I'm a man and you talk to me like that, then you, then you got the right one because I'm gonna let you have it. But you know, at the end of the day, he knows I love him. We, we talked it out in that moment. We hugged it out, but that was a scene where I was kind of like, I don't know why I didn't make it on the lives or the show. And yeah. I was kind of like, well, uh, maybe fans would like me if they would have <laughs> knew I cursed out damn Kylan. <laughs> maybe, maybe the fans would like me if they knew I cursed out Kylan because I was getting at it. I was getting at it and he, he knew it. And what was, was the uh, other members of the cookout watching this? Like what was their reaction to you two, your two disagreement? So they were in the kitchen and then I talked to Xavier about it. And then that's when I said, Xavier, F the Holy BB, after we get Tiffany, Kylan's next. Mm -hmm. Because I was over it. I was, I was like, I was done. I was done. I was done after that. I was so done with him after that. Um, but they didn't hear it because they were in the, the kitchen. Kylan's the only one, but you know him. He ain't going to talk about that moment because he don't want the world to know I cursed him out. <laughs> if, he's a, if he's a true man, if he's a true man to his word, he would say, Big D cursed me out and he was ready to like throw hands. And he knows that. Um, so going to the end of the game, it's between you, Aza, and X, obviously. Yes. Um, I want to just ask if you were in the situation, you talked a little bit about thinking you might have had the votes against Asa. We obviously know how it turned out versus you and Xavier. If you would have won final HOH, who would you have taken with you to the final two? I am a man of my word. I made a deal. Uh, but I'm also a messy. Um, in that moment, after everything I've been through, after all the hard work, I still would have took X. 
And the reason for that is because me and X had an unspokable bond as two black men, especially and things we talked about and things we went through. And I think a lot of our gameplay was not shown on the season. Me and X were doing a lot of moves, a lot yeah. of moves, a lot of babysitting, a lot of manipulating, a lot of lying. We were doing a lot, a lot that allowed other people not having to lie or things like that. Um, I think I still would have took him, um, but I was trying to make sure that if he doesn't win, Ozzy takes me. So then I'm like, I, I, I can give her a run for her money. And I might, I might. This might like, I knew taking him, I was going to get second place. I knew it. Um, but I was like, if Ozzy takes me, I might be able to win this money. Because mm -hmm. I was like, we, I mean, we could definitely talk about the things we did, you know, in the house. And my speech would have been completely different. Um, but no, I just, it, it's just one of those things where, like I said, like with the cookout, we all made a bond. We all made a commitment as black people. You don't break those bonds like that with other black people. Like it's not, it's not a thing. You don't do that. Yeah. You don't do that. You give your word. That's your word. Like we were like, no, we got each other. We're going to get to the six. And then I made my bond with Xavier and that's what it was. You know, I was like, I can't go back on that. The thing about it is that I said I would protect Aza and me and her would have each other's back, but I never made a deal with Aza. So that was the difference. I made a deal with Xavier. Mm -hmm. So we obviously know how the end goes. You got second place, which is still yes. great. Um, yes. But I want to ask, because I think Big Brother is one of those situations where it's so, no one knows the experience, but coming out of that house, yeah, you don't have social, you don't have any connect to the world. You have no idea what's going on. You have no idea how people feel about you. Cause you've yeah. been on camera for whatever, how many days it's been. What was that surreal experience coming out of the big brother house? People know who you are. I mean, they love you or they hate you. I'm sure yeah. you both. Like if you just talk about that surreal experience of coming out into the world again. So I had to tell people, you have to be mentally ready um, in the big brother house, dealing with the game. It's very mentally draining. And then you had to be mentally ready when you leave. I think with me growing up as being, you know, the heavyweight champions, you know, son and living a little bit in the limelight life and understanding how to deal with people and hearing hate, like my dad got hate, my dad got love, everything. So I, I think once I got out of the house, I feel like I had a little bit of a head up in the game than everybody else, how to deal with people um, and how to take things. Um, but it was very, um, for me, it was very shocking because you got to understand the house guests the whole entire time, everyone loved me. Everyone was like, Big D is so funny. Big D is a good guy. America's going to love Big D. So when I left, it realized, oh, America don't like me. It was kind of like, okay, so what, 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 what happened? I'm confused because I'm going off of what the house guests say production everybody's saying love 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 big d so i'm sitting here going okay so how the fuck was i edit mm -hmm. because if america don't like me something's wrong here um but then once i realized what america was upset about i was like really guys the gay ones are misogynist i my all the i have all women in my life i have one gay best friend and that's Adam, and that's it. So 
for me, I was kind of like, that doesn't make any sense. But for me, you know, it was just kind of one of those things where, you know, we all knew that the Big Brother fans are insane. They are fans. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was going to get good, bad. I already knew that in the house because I speak how I fuck I want to speak. Um, and I think some people, if you don't know me, can be like, oh, he's so rude, or he's such a misogynist, or he hates women, or whatever, which is not true at all. Yeah. Um, and, and especially being me being a gay man, especially, we talk different. That's why I think when I went to, when I went out and went to the gay scene, it was love all across the board. And then when I went to the straight, you know, straight scene, it was completely different. Um, but I just tell people just to be ready for whatever you're going to have hate. You might have love. Like you said, you just have to mentally be ready for it. But for me, I have learned to laugh it off. And I've also learned that, you know, Hey, people I care about, if they were hurt, I need to apologize for it. Yeah. Keyword people I care about, which are people like Tiffany. And Aza, if they were hurt, let's talk about it, get to the root. And then I can explain my part, you explain your part. And then I can see where I'm wrong and go, I am so sorry. I, you know, wasn't meant to come out that way. It's a game, nothing personal, everything. Cause nothing was personal. Uh -huh. That's why I keep trying to remind everybody. I don't care. I really don't care how everybody else feels because they are not those people i did not say that to you personally i never say that to them personally anyway i talked i might have said stuff by myself or you know when you're heated in the moment you're angry or you're referencing because everybody in the house to be honest with you everyone was a bitch i called the guys bitches i called the girls bitches i called every, i even called the producers bitches okay i call everybody bitch so for me that's how i talk that and I think that's why gay men get it. I'm like, that's how, you, that's how I talk. If I was on like RuPaul's Drag Race, it wouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, hey, bitch, what's up? Oh, that bitch was getting on my nerves today. So I think when the fans were kind of taken back and not understanding my lingo or how I am or understanding more of my community and stuff like that, I was kind of like, okay. And I had to laugh it off and move on. But I made sure that, you know, anyone who was in the house with me that I care about that was personally hurt, Mm -hmm. to talk to them and have that conversation and allow them to make the decision if they want to still deal with me or not. And that's, and that's fine. And I respect that. I I'm okay with that. And I think people are still like shocked to see that people want to socialize with me, but you have to understand that in the house, everyone loved me and I still love them. It was nothing personal. You guys are just taking off of what you see on the edits or what you guys think you always see on the live feeds that, they're not always on, but I'll just go with the flow and say they're always on, you know, <laughs> um, you know, that that's why I keep trying to remind people. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask about, I have one more question and some viewer sending questions that they have for you too, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, so my last one is just to tie into that um, other alum that have had opinions, um, yeah. whether it be on you or just the show in general. Like, for example, I saw you and uh, Josh from the challenge and big brother yeah. got into a little thing on Twitter. Yeah. Um, just your thoughts on like I don't know if it's like just your reception coming out from other alum and mm -hmm. how other well, reality stars and you and guys relate to so I don't every it seemed like all the other BB players I've been fine with no one's been like I don't like you da 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 or something like that and if if any of them had questions I talked to them offline but no one ever 
talk to me offline to be like, tell me why you feel this way and stuff like that. Um, when it came to Josh, I think Josh was upset because you have to understand, we go off of just like how you fans go off of. Yeah. How was someone portrayed on TV? So next season, someone's going to go on TV on the cast and go, I'm not trying to play a big D game where I sleep around. I'm not a misogynist or whatever the fuck they want to say out their mouth, which is not true. But people are going to go off of what they saw. So for me, I comment when we were talking about past BB players, I'm like, hold on. Josh is immature on his season. Okay. That's my, what I went off of. That's what I saw on TV. That's how the edits were. So I think Josh, when I got out the house, was upset with that comment. And then I was kind of like, baby, it's nothing personal. I'm just going off of what, what I saw. I mean, if you're upset about it, okay, let's talk about it. And we were able to talk about it and move on. It wasn't that deep to get to that point. Now we go on the challenge and I go on the challenge and it's me versus Josh. We gonna have some fun, but it's not, it's not like I want to, it's not like I hate you. It's a competitive, it was a competitive show. So why not? I would love to do a little physical competitive uh, competition with me and Josh. That would be fun. Why not? You know, who doesn't want to see that? But it's not like I hate the kid or dislike yeah. him. He's, he's good. He's, he's grown a lot. And I was able to see that through the different seasons of him being on challenge. And we're not all always perfect. So I don't know the whole story, but when he can sit down and talk to me and be like, you, you know, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it is. I can relate with Josh because he did BB. So he knows things I'm talking about or things that might've been missed. And he understands how I feel. You understand why you're in the house and we, we don't have nothing to do for 24 hours, seven days a week. So we'll sit there and be like, okay, so who's your favorite player? Oh, this was my favorite player. Oh no, I don't like that player. They were, that's just us talking. Yeah. So I yeah. think that's what it was, but it was no hardcore beef uh, like that. You know, Josh is good. I like him. Um, and I hope that me and him will get a chance to hang out and stuff like that. And hopefully passing maybe through parties, if not, maybe on a challenge, you know, and go forward from there. Cause I would like to do that next. That would be uh, where I would like to be. So I could be really authentic. <laughs> yeah. So I have a couple of viewer questions. All right, I'm ready. Um, the first one, you kind of just answered it, but okay. did you ever do the challenge, Amazing Race, or Survivor? So I definitely wouldn't, I definitely would do the challenge. Um, I'm hoping I could do it. I don't think I'm, I don't think they're going to call me this year, but I'm hoping that if, because I'm playing the, let me get my ass in the gym. I'm still going to be a big dude. No matter what, I'm still going to be a big dude because I'm going to represent for the big guys. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still going to be yeah. a big dude, but I just need to work on some running, you know, drills and get my ass. No, I could run. I need to be able to run like 10 miles or some shit. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping I could do it next year. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, I'm planning to do my amazing race casting tape with Adam. Okay. Um, I would like to do amazing race because that was always our dream from the beginning. Big brother wasn't my dream at first. It was amazing race and then big brother, um, and survivor hell no you're not putting me out there with the bugs. I'm not dealing with no rice. I'm not dealing with no weather changes. I am good. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> um so the next question one second let me just put my phone all right okay um they want to know what your who your favorite player is on big brother in your favorite season okay um so my favorite player mm, i have two i can't okay. answer one so i love helen okay i think helen was on 15 or yeah. 14 am i right okay oh obsessed with Helen and I love Davon. 
Okay. Love Davon. Yeah. Um, those are my two favorite players um, of all time. You know what? And I'll throw one more in there that I love. I love it's two. Ah, I got two more. I got two more. I love Jen. Oh, from I Big love Big Evil Dick. Okay. Season eight. That's old school. Old Jen school. and Evil Dick. Oh my God. I love them both because they remind me of my mood swing. I could be Jen who like, I could be like, I don't give a, like, I don't care. You're not going to bother me. I'm not phased. Or I could be Evil Dick and be petty uh-huh. and mess with you. So I really do like those two a lot. So those are my four top, I would have to say. Yeah. Um, no, Devon's one of my favorite. I like Devon. Vanessa and Rachel are were my top three. And then I have a couple more from this season, but I'm not gonna count I'm like old school. I think Vanessa's great, Rachel's great TV, and Davon's a queen. I mean, of course, of course, of course. It's okay. You don't have to tell me I'm your favorite. You can tell everyone else. <laughs> um no, you were great. Um, the last question they sent in. Okay. Oh, uh, I got so many about this. Uh can you yes. just explain the e-vote? Okay, <laughs> here we go. So there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot going on. So when Julie would talk to me, I would kind of blank out and I put the word evoke and evicted together and made evoke. So now is officially a new word. Yeah. I will be making shirts. Make sure you guys buy them. Yes, I would love for you guys to wear them. Yes, so Evoke is officially now added to the Big Brother terms, and I expect people to use it in the future. Yeah. Quote it CC by me and CVS, okay? Yeah. I'll definitely be getting wet. Um, so, and I'll have, my ups- I'll have my website up and running soon. I have to work on that. Um, we're working on the shirts first. We're just trying to find a place to do them uh-huh. for a good price and for a cheap, because I don't, I don't want to be charging no arm and leg for a damn yeah. shirt. Um, and whatnot. All right. So this, I just want to say thanks again. Any final things, anything you want to shout out, your social media, last words you have, just like anything you want to say at the end, it's your time. All I have to say is, you know, continue to follow me, everyone else on the cast, of course. Um, Continue sending me, hey, I love it. Um, You know, make sure you guys watch the regular Degler show on uh, TikTok, on uh, YouTube. Um, Our podcast will be on YouTube soon. So we're working on that. Just continue just to support me. You know, I ain't got no job. I only got second place. Um, (laughs) And just, you know, remember it's a show. We all love all you guys. You know, you guys are not fans. You guys are not fans to me in my eyes. You guys are just people I haven't met yet. And people are looking forward to getting to know. Um, and just remember to live life. You get one life, live it, go for it. If there's anything you want to do in life, do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, your handles on Instagram and Twitter? I- yes. So my handles on Instagram, Twitter um, is the Derek Frazier. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want you guys to magically get that mixed up with Derek X. <laughs> you know, I know you guys forget, you know, I remember that I got his BB box. Like I have to remember that you guys keep reminding me that. Um, <laughs> um, so yes, the Derek Frazier, um, and then all my other handles for the regular Degler show for TikTok. My TikTok is the regular Degler show. I share it with Adam. Um, my YouTube is that too. Um, if you guys are looking for cameos, if you want me to shout anybody out for birthday, holidays, you don't like somebody, you want me to tell them you don't like them, then subscribe to a cameo and I would do it for you to send to them. I have no problem doing that. 
Um, I want to say thanks again. Um, I'm hoping to have this edited today or tomorrow. Okay. Um, okay. Already done. I don't know if uh, you saw one of the other posters. Um, it's gonna be a boxing theme. I was gonna do Philly because I grew up like 30 minutes outside of Philly. Oh, uh, you did? Yeah, I grew up in Jersey, so right over the bridge. Um, oh, South South Jersey boy, yeah. South Jersey yeah. boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eagles okay. all day. My Oh, so you're going to make sure I look good then. <laughs> you ain't going to do me dirty, okay? No. <laughs> I don't um, care. So, yeah, I'll send all that over. I'll tag you in it once it's all done. Okay. Um, I want to say thanks again. I know your birthday's Thank coming you, up. Man. You're doing a huge thing for your birthday in Philly. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> a lot of work. Tiffany just, Tiffany just texted me right now saying, we got to get another Airbnb. I'm like, girl, who are we buying? The whole damn, the whole damn, all the seeds of the big brother? <laughs> Yeah, I thought only 10 of y'all were going to come. Now it's like 25 people. Yeah. I'm like, geez. I'm excited to see the stories. Yes, please. Yes. We're going we're gonna to work something out. I have to um, see, hopefully, give you guys a little, I'm not going to tell you much, but if all the cookout members are here, then the goal is to do a photo shoot. And yeah. we'll you missed the last there. one. Yeah, so the last one wasn't really for everyone. That's the funny part. It was it was scheduled for one member of the cookout. And then since they were all there, it turned into that. Yeah. So um, and I had to go home to see my mom, check up on people. You know, I, I've been going for three and a half months. Now yeah. we're going on four. It's time for me to go back. Um, so yeah, I was sad I missed it. So now I'm trying to make sure if everyone's gonna be here, then we can really do these photos and really do like cool you know different areas of philadelphia that i think that would look amazing for the holidays and stuff we could have for the rest of our lives because we don't know when we're going to meet up again this might be the last time we meet up you know yeah. before we're like all set in for the holidays yeah i'm yeah it should, it should be a good time for you guys i mean 25 people is a lot but that's a lot, that's a lot. <laughs> should be fun <laughs> went from 10 to now it seems like it's 25 but i love them all so i'm very yeah. thankful that people want to come um i'm hoping that everyone comes i invited the whole entire cast let me make that clear i don't yeah. want people to think that you know no one was invited everyone was invited from cast bb 23 yeah i told each and every single one of them in a group that we have together um and i invited you know drag race um uh, for paul drag race queens i invited people from the challenger coming other past BB players. So, I mean, I turned 30. It's only one time. So, yeah, should be a good time. Go to Philly. Yeah. yeah. And, and they come to Philly. So, they about to get the real city. Okay. <laughs> about to get city Definitely. life. Definitely. Um, all right. So, that's that's all I have. I want to say thanks again. I appreciate it. Thank this. you. I hope you have a, a good rest of your day and have fun planning your party. Thank you so much. I'm getting right to work as soon as we get off this call. <laughs> all right. It was nice talking to you. You too. Have a good one. All right. That was the podcast with Derek Frazier. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Like he said, his social media is at the Derek Frazier. And he's on TikTok at the regular regular show. And I'm at the Dylan Deckard on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you.